Welcome to The Word This Week, where we believe that the Bible is more than just words on a page. They are the words we live by, and it's pretty cool too. We invite you to join us as we read through the Bible together this year. Welcome back to The Word This Week. I'm your host, Brian Vaughn, and this is episode 23. This week's readings covers a whole lot of ground from the end of Ecclesiastes and Solomon to the division of the kingdom of Israel to the northern kingdom and the southern kingdom. And we're introduced to a bunch of kings and prophets. Joining us today are Kim and Jimmy Thorpe. And we would love for you to sit in on our conversation as we talk about what it means to be fully committed to the Lord. Kim, Jimmy. Hi. Hi. How are you guys? Great. Thanks. Good. Doing great. Uh, Kim, you're doing well. It's yeah. been a while since you've joined us. On yes. Thank you for having me. Yeah. And it's fun to get to have, the, is this the first time we've had the two of you together? Yes. At the same yeah. time. Yeah. At the same time. So. <laughs> Buckle uh, up. Buckle up, buttercup. <laughs> <laughs> there might be all kinds of fireworks. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> this will get playfully sassy. Um, yeah. So Kim and I have been married. Uh, we just celebrated 16 years. Hey, congratulations. Mm-hmm. Which is Thank exciting. you. 16 years. That's awesome. Um, Faithfully That's... tricking her for 16 years. No. It's just been great. And we got two kids, Ruthie and Joa. They're six and 10, respectively. And uh, yeah. They're the best of us. <laughs> that is true. And that's what we prayed for. They're great. Yeah. Joe, it, it just cracks me up. All the time. Oh, yeah. You think I'm talkative. <laughs> <laughs> Ruthie, too, man. Well, yeah. Yeah, know, they both, both can spin, yeah. spin a yarn. Yeah. Yeah, There's nobody shy in our family. It's yeah, mm-hmm. and they uh, like Ruthie just thinks she can just sit in like and join in the whole adult conversation. And, oh yeah, and has input. And, and boy, does she! Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She, she, it's it's amazing what she thinks uh, the stories she needs to share are corollary <laughs> yeah. to the conversations that are yeah. being had. Yeah. But we're working on it. Sure. No, we 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 have like a family philosophy. We have a a sign on the door as you leave. And it's a Benjamin Franklin quote, and it says, uh, trouble knocked on the door, but upon hearing laughter, hurried away. Mm. And we're not always, you know, laughing and just, sure. you know, cutting up, but we we do have to make a decision. It's like, you're either laughing or you're crying. Uh, you know, how yeah. do you want to deal with mm-hmm. this? And ultimately, we really do like to to see the the brighter side of things and try to find the humor. Yeah, Unin- unintentionally, but that quote has hung on every wall like right by the front door in each house that we've ever lived in i love that yeah so we've we've kind of put that in the forefront and just said you know we choose laughter and we're gonna spin things Mm -hmm. and make them funny even when yeah and i've always admired people that had like family um okay these are our house rules or this is our our mission statement i've had family motto yeah yeah. Yeah. i don't know if we've ever gone that far but like we try to be party planners and not party poopers. <laughs> you know, we. I've heard you say that to Ruthie. Yeah. Before. <laughs> let's be a party planner. Let's yeah. let's not be a party pooper. Let's really hope for the best. And and part of that is just preaching to myself too. Is yeah. uh, it's not always my instinct to see the mm-hmm. the optimism of a of see a situation. Or... And uh, I think Kim is she's laughing. At me. <laughs> I'm laughing. That's, that's, <laughs> I'm yeah, like no, realist you're... slash pessimist, and she's. Yes. Um, Mostly optimist. I'm optimist. Occasional. Occasional realism. Reality dweller. Yeah. Um, but between the two of us, you know, and the kids, yeah, we just we we just prayed that the Lord would 
would give the best of us to them and mm -hmm. that and now what's fun is they're getting old enough that we're seeing their seeing those, their yeah. own personalities come through and not everything uh, you know someone will say something or do something and it's so typical to be like oh that's you oh that's you yeah. and now it's like that's not either of us what yeah. is what is this you know and it's just fun to see them kind of come into their own yeah that's cool so we're reading through the bible together yep and uh i was pretty amazed with this week's reading mm -hmm. how much ground is covered and how much or how many significant events happened yeah. uh, through this reading. We uh, we see Ecclesiastes finish up mm -hmm. and uh, see Solomon come to kind of the end of that. And he said uh, at the end, he said, that's the whole story. <laughs> uh, Here now is my final conclusion. Fear God and obey his commands for this is everyone's duty. God will judge us for everything we do, including uh, every secret thing whether good or bad and mm. it was interesting to me that it comes back to what he said in proverbs is fear of the lord is the beginning of wisdom mm. and even though he didn't follow that wisdom right through a big part of the the last half mm. of his life uh he still came back to saying you know what respect the lord yeah. Uh, and that then reminds me and points to, I think, so many of these kings. Right. Um, right. You know, we we start this big uh, journey through all of the kings of Israel and Judah. We see mm -hmm. the, the kingdom dividing. Mm -hmm. And uh, we meet all of these kings. And, and they were judged based on did they walk with the Lord, do what was right in his eyes, or did they do mm -hmm. evil mm -hmm. in the eyes of the Lord? Um and we're introduced to uh, Elijah, yeah. <laughs> the prophet. So there's a lot. It covers a lot. Tons. So I'm wondering, as we've as we've read this week, what are some things that um, have really just jumped off the page to you guys? You know, you've got Solomon, who's attributed to most of these proverbs and, and Ecclesiastes. You know, he's talking about life is meaningless, life is meaningless. And then at the end, he's like, you know, love the Lord, follow him, fear him. Um, I think he understood that life apart from from God was meaningless, mm -hmm. and maybe he's realizing some of these things as he's wrestling with his own faithfulness throughout yeah. his life. You know, Solomon Solomon started on a good foot when he was able to ask the Lord for anything. He asked for wisdom, and the Lord really provided that, and that gave him so much more than wisdom. It gave yeah. him earthly success and worldly pleasure. Um, and then we see him doing the one thing that God asked him not to do, which was to, to be with people outside of Israel and to take on these wives because they might corrupt him. And they surely did. You know, we, we, as we set up for these Kings, uh, Solomon's in good company. Yeah. You know, uh, if you look at the life of, of David, we see him doing these great many things that, that, that are a reflection of a, a heart connected to God and following him. But he also had some great failures but we also see some assessments mm -hmm. of David saying, yes, David was a man after God's own heart. Right. Um, and, and then assessments of Asa and, and different kings and things. And, and, and one thing came up about Asa. We were talking earlier, the, the king, that he'd followed the Lord. And then he was confronted with a situation where he did not trust in the Lord. Yeah. Uh, a military situation where he was um, afraid of an army. And instead of consulting the Lord, he consulted um, military might and like mm -hmm. worldly help. Yeah. 
And the Lord was not pleased with that. And from then on, uh, the Lord's hand was kind of off of him. We see that assessment of like, he did, he was not fully committed to the Lord. And I guess all that to say, you know, as you're looking and evaluating these Kings, um, so few of them were fully committed to the Lord. And I think the takeaway that I might have from reading all this stuff is reflecting on the words of Solomon, like the fearing the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. Is there enough fear in my heart for my level of devotion to him? And um, we were discussing, I'd love to hear what you think, honey, but you know, about like little ailments we have, you know, are you talking to Kim or me? I mean, you know, whoever whoever answers first honey. is the true honey. No, no, no. We needed a break from my diatribe. But at the end of Asa's life, uh, it talks about he has this foot, foot condition. which Foot it, disease. Yeah, it had to be pretty gnarly yeah. if, it's, if it's in the Bible. He had a thing with his foot, guys. We're not talking about exactly what it was, but it was, it was gross. But he turned, the Bible says that he turned to help from physicians, but not from the Lord. And I was just saying like, yeah, for me, that makes total sense. A, I'm doctor averse. I just, I'm a chicken with that stuff. But B, um, anytime I have an ailment, I, I only pray when, when there's nothing left to be done, <laughs> when there's nothing oh, wow. I can do. And it's just a, a weird thing to, to include the Lord in those matters. But the takeaway is God cares about that mm-hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm. And that's the challenge for me is like, do I fear the Lord enough? And I'm trying to make this eloquent and I'm, I'm grasping here, but do I fear the Lord enough to include him and in, in what I think is is beneath him, you know, uh, my my troubles, my worries, my physical ailments, uh, am I willing to include him in that and ask his help for myself? Do I fear him enough to make sure that I'm not outside of his will? Yeah, asking for help from man when I really should be talking to the great physician mm-hmm. more often than I'm talking to others and getting their opinions and. Not, not that doctors aren't awesome, and they are. I'm grateful, but I think, I think you know what I'm meaning. Like, yeah, I think, um, I think I hear what you're saying. And as, as Asa met up with this military thing, like that he came against the Lord. If he had consulted the Lord, the Lord may have told him mm-hmm. to go to that military, to go to that army, and. Yeah. And the, like, if he had consulted That's, the Lord, yeah. that thing could have been what part of God's plan. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But because Asa did not even consult the Lord, right. he was he was not in that plan, right? You know, and so I think that's what. Yeah, that's an interesting point. Yeah, and, and at the 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 wording in Second Chronicles sixteen for the where he has the the diseased foot it says in the thirty ninth year of his reign. Thank you for that. Uh, Asa developed a serious foot disease, yet even with the severity of his disease, he did not seek the Lord's help, mm-hmm. but turned mm-hmm. only to like, yeah, yeah. like even as bad. So it must have been pretty bad, right? Even with the severity of it, yeah. his, his right. thought wasn't consult the Lord. Right. It was right. what can I, what can I do in yeah. my own power? And I think the Lord uses doctors and physicians to oh, heal. Sure. And so like Asa could have consulted the Lord and said, mm-hmm. Lord, heal me. And then, and 
saw these physicians and the Lord could have healed him through to that. To your point, the answer was, hey, maybe you should go see these doctors and they right. have the right. Yeah. And, and to your point, it's less about um, the action that one is taking. It's the posture of your heart. Of your heart. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For sure. As you're seeking help. As, right. It's like, who's your first go-to? Right. 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 And understand And our first go-to is a reflection of where our heart mm-hmm. is. Mm-hmm. And man, are yeah. we yeah. are we fully devoted? Or do we mm-hmm. really see God for right. who he really is? Right. But I don't or, think I'm the only one that struggles with that. Oh, you, you were saying earlier, mm-hmm. Brian, I'm putting you on we the spot. Do. But you were like... I don't want to bother God. Mm-hmm. Sure. Oh, like, sure. Tell us about that. Like, yeah, I think there are things that I'm kind of like, you know, maybe unconsciously, mm-hmm. I'm thinking, this is so beneath God. Mm-hmm. You know, my sure. little ailment, my or... little ailment, or my little situation, or my, my this mm-hmm. thing that I'm walking through. It's like it's so insignificant in the whole scheme mm-hmm. of things mm-hmm. that why would I bother? the Lord with it, yeah. you know? Do you think it's, it could be something like, okay, we want, say we have something that needs to be fixed. Instead of just jumping right into fixing it, let's ask God, how do we, fi- how how should I go about fixing this? Like acknowledging yeah. him and then moving forward in faith. Right. Yeah. Um, and it, it even the stuff, even the little stuff. And maybe it's just Lord, how do you want me to think and feel about mm. this? Oof. You know? Yeah. Well. Or should just, I should I think about it? Uh, I don't yeah. even think about it. Right. Rather than <laughs> it may not, not even be, coming up. I was, I was thinking about some things like between my between Meredith and I, my mm-hmm. wife, and, and how you're talking about fix it. Like yeah. she's talking about something that's going on and and I just jump into fix it mode. I was like, well, then we need to do this. And sometimes I even respond with extremes. Well, if that's the case, then let's just do this. She's like, I don't need you to fix it right now. I just want you to listen. And, and maybe that's God, God's role in some of this is Mm -hmm. he's like, we're not going to fix this right now, but I want to listen. I want to hear, I want to hear your heart. Mm -hmm. And, and ultimately there's nothing like if my kids come to me and talk to me, there's nothing I'm yeah. like, that's beneath me. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I would never yeah, yeah, say that point. to my children yeah. um, because yeah. what's important to them is important to them, you know? And if I, um, if they come to me and say, mom, this is really important to me, I'm going to listen. I'm mm-hmm. going to sit down and listen right. to it. It's There's nothing I'm never going to say. <laughs> and I'm I, not talking about that. And oh, to have the, the relationship with God the way that our kids do with us. Yeah. Like, my son is a talker, as I mentioned before. I think Joel loves to yeah, to yeah, gab yeah. a little bit too. Okay. Your your youngest, and uh, you know, he just likes to talk, mm-hmm. and it yeah. doesn't necessarily. He'll just jump in in the middle of his imagination. He likes to include his dreaming with me, mm. which yeah. If if I knew, which I think intellectually I know, but if I knew that God the Father cared about my dreams. And my imagination and my wonderment or, you know, that, that, mm-hmm. that thing that Joe was bringing to me, cause he'll literally, I mean, it's just children, but he's like, he will start a story with, and then, 
Yeah. <laughs> he opens then, a conversation. What if there was a portal that you could fall through and then when you came on the other side you were made of electricity and then you could go into the telephone lines and once you're in the telephone lines you could call everyone on the planet and say yeah. have a great day. And I'm like that's cool buddy. And I'll listen to that whole thing because I I care about him. Mm-hmm. And I want him to have the the place to express himself. But how much more would my heart be turned to him? If he said, Daddy, I need, I have this problem and I need this solution. Can you help me? You know, how much more am I inclined? And I just wish, I wish, I wish, I wish I knew that in my soul mm-hmm. that that's because I do truly believe that that's how the Lord, I know that's how the Lord sees you guys. <laughs> um, well, and I and just how... want to believe that for myself mm-hmm. as well. And I think as you get older, you know, that you have enough trouble. And you encounter enough scary things that you get some fear built in you. You so there's some mistrust. There's some walls that yeah. you put up and defense mechanisms you create. And it is really hard to get back to that faith like a child yeah. and and to truly recognize that the Lord cares for His children and He sees me as a child, even though I'm a grown man. And but I I, th- I think that's kind of ultimately that that's the picture of Asa we get. Mm-hmm. You know, it's that it seemed like for a big part of his life, he really was trusting the Lord, following after him. Mm-hmm. And maybe it's that things were easier. And then these big things come up against him. And right. he's like, man, I'm just looking somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it's not the first like this when he comes up against this army that he doesn't follow. He doesn't trust in the Lord. It's not the first army he's come against. Like he's mm-hmm. defeated mm-hmm. lots of people uh-huh. and like. He says in um, Second Chronicles, and I, I kind of highlighted this. This is how I want to respond. If something comes at me, here's what Asa says. Oh, Lord, no one but you can help the powerless against the, against the mighty. Help mm-hmm. us, oh, Lord, our God, for we trust in you alone. Mm-hmm. It is in your name that we have come against this vast horde. Mm-hmm. Oh, Lord, you are our God. Do not let mere men prevail against you. It's like that's the kind of that's energy right that yeah. we want to come against things that. Come so he had us. already interacted yeah. with God that way. Oh yeah. So then why didn't he? Right. Well, right. I think that's another thing that happens even later on in when in the reading, we see Elijah kind of do something similar. Yeah. Elijah, like, is doing miracles, right? Yeah. Like some of uh, the most amazing miracles mm. he does, and then he forgets. It's like he forgets who he serves or something. Who's on his side, right? Right, right. right. And so I just think how, I I just think we're in good company. It's like if sometimes we see God move a mountain and then the next mountain comes and we run away from it or we Mm. don't talk to God about it, it's Mm -hmm. like, well, we're in good company because that seems to be a theme. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. As you're thinking about Elijah and thinking about the standoff with the the prophets of Baal or Baal or however you want to say it, I would love to see that in a movie. (laughs) That would be amazing. Uh, there's probably one out there, totally. but it probably wasn't done well. Well, it's, it's funny <laughs> you bring that Who up. Who could we get to do that? There was um, a uh, uh, comic book. I like comic books. Yeah. <laughs> as I push up my glasses. <laughs> no, actually, everything that I thought I was a nerd for as a kid is now awesome. So joke's on you, jocks. Um, <laughs> so what? I didn't learn how to throw a spiral. I know everything about Marvel ever. Um, <laughs> so... Uh, I like comic books, and there there are a few oh, Christian comic books that uh, depict some of these Bible stories. Mm-hmm. 
And one of them I read years ago um, from Dust Press, and it was a retelling of this uh, scene. Yeah. Yeah. It, it is incredible. I think you know? I've seen that. It was really, it was really cool. And the thing, what's neat about the visual medium is being able to see things that when you read the text, they don't leap off. And I could go on a while for this, so I'll try to make this very short. <laughs> but um, Somebody write that down. Let me set the scene for you. I'm going to. In the beginning. Let's no, um, time it. I'm so kidding. Elijah is confronting the prophets of Baal, mm-hmm. and they make this altar, right? And, and he, he's wanting to show who who's the one who's true the God boss, here, right? Right, and, yeah. and we've read it, so yeah. this is super, super quick. Makes the altar, you know, and he makes the sacrifice, and the, the, the sacrifices are cut, and the blood gushes out of the sacrifice on the altar. They dig this trench, you know, fill it with water, douse it with water. It's so full of water like no way if you've ever lit a campfire it's not a great way to start no no and then the 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 power of god is called out from heaven to burn up this sacrifice and you talked about it earlier that like some of the miracles is is not been seen since moses but are a reflection of jesus Mm -hmm. of some of the things that he will do well what does that sound familiar like a perfect sacrifice with the blood poured out on the altar, water and blood poured out, mm-hmm. and the wrath of the, the the fire of God poured out on the offering and completely consumed. Mm-hmm. Don't we see a picture of Jesus? Wow. And and I saw that through the visuals of that comic book, and I'm like, I've never thought of it that way. And I, I just think it's a fun thought experiment as we read the Bible together yeah, to yeah. really go into your mind's eye and sure. imagine the look of things. Yeah. Like we're not sponsored by the chosen, but like watching <laughs> that 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 series in particular mm-hmm. has been just so yeah. achingly moving yeah. to see it. And uh, I have no point yeah. other than isn't that cool? And and I, we've always said in this podcast, especially in the Old Testament, anytime we see that that wink to Jesus, yeah. we want to mention it. And I think that's a huge one yeah. in seeing the parallel there between the the altar that's consumed by the fire of God and the enemies of God disbanded and, and defeated, you yeah. know. But to the back to the story, Elijah does all this, whoops everybody, yep. whoops their mama, whoops <laughs> everybody, yeah. and then gets a threat from a, a rival um, leader in Jezebel mm-hmm. and runs. Yeah, he like walks away from like, it's literally the next day. He walks away from the altar. He gets a message that she's after him and then he starts to run away. Yeah. It's like, why are you running? You have just witnessed the ultimate power of God Uh and you're running from this person who trusts in, in the, in Baal. It's like, Mm -hmm. come on now. But it's, it is what it is. I mean, that's, you forget, you forget the faithfulness of, of God when he, right. He moves so mightily in this situation, and then, you know, the next situation comes up, and and I hate it. It's part of our human nature, oh, man, I guess, it is. that we we forget. So, Jimmy, I like that you mentioned that this is a nod to Jesus um, mm-hmm. and, like, points to the New Testament, because this is not the only uh, part where Elijah right. does a miracle or does something where it points to mm-hmm. or nods to Jesus later on as right. the Messiah. Um, you know, he the widow's son is raised, and— uh, the widow's unlimited meal mm-hmm. is, is like right here um, on the, the June 4th day. Mm-hmm. And it's, 
it's just amazing to me how the Bible is all interconnected and it all mm-hmm. points um, to Jesus. I think that's amazing. Totally. Yep. It's one unified story. Right. Yeah, that points that points to him uh, for sure. And we see that in the kings, you know, mm-hmm. the they had the people of Is- of Israel had hoped that these different kings, you mm-hmm. know, starting with Saul and then David and oh, then sure. Solomon and then that they were placing their trust in them to be the one yeah. to to protect them, to set them free from oppression. Right. Mm-hmm. And all of these things that ultimately are not accomplished. Right. So a couple of them, you mm-hmm. know, at first, like, maybe this is the one, but they're, right. it's not accomplished until right. Jesus. Well, they're they're placing their faith in a, a human. Yeah. They want a human to protect them, and they um, they continue to not let God protect them. Right. And not only were they so not Jesus, <laughs> they were just, there's, it's really like left to that assessment of them after they've passed. Were they a good or a bad king? Mm-hmm. And a bad king was not fully committed to the Lord, mm-hmm. and a good king was. And even the good kings were not Jesus. Right. And I was looking at that list, Brian, that you'd prepared of um, you were going through all the kings and what order to try to get your head mm-hmm. around it. Um, and it said it had different facts on this chart, and one of them was like characteristics. And it was either good or bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it was like bad, 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 yeah. bad, bad, bad forever. Sure. And then like a, a good run of some good kings and then bad, mm-hmm. bad, 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 bad. And um, I don't know. I just think I, I know there's grace. I know that the Lord sees our, the, the nature of our hearts. Um, but But that's where the fear of the Lord comes back in for me. It's like. I don't want to go through this life and at the end of my day, there be any doubt whether I was fully committed to the Lord or not. Right. Yeah. And um, this probably would require a much longer podcast, but I think that bears some real careful thought. What does it mean to be fully committed? Yeah. And what, at the end of the day, on your epitaph, on your gravestone, would, would, would someone with integrity be able to write, you know, here lies was fully committed mm-hmm. to Jesus. Yeah, I think of you you were saying that there's a there's like a chart and it lists all the kings and out next to it does it say good or bad. I don't want my name on a spreadsheet one day and it be <laughs> right. bad. You right. know, like I don't want that I don't that's not my legacy yeah. and right. I don't want that to be my or, legacy. And the, the the language it uses for these different kings it's either he did what was right in the eyes of the Lord, right? Or he did right. what was evil in the eyes yeah. of the Lord. Yeah, and that's what I want. I want it to say, Kim, she did what was right in the eyes of the Lord. Yeah, you know, I don't need it to say that she was perfect because yeah. none of, I'm not perfect. These kings are not perfect. I don't need it to say that, but I do want it to say, she followed the Lord. She feared mm-hmm. the Lord. She yeah. did what was right in the sight of the Lord. And I think the way we do that, you're asking, how do we be fully committed? Mm-hmm. I mean, the first way is like following some of these examples in their first go-to, their first instinct is to trust in the Lord. (laughs) Their first instinct is to seek God and to say these things, God, help me as I move through this situation or God be with me as we do this, you know, and it's, I think that's how we fully commit ourselves. As you were talking, I just pictured a gunfight where it's a quick draw. It's like, all right, pilgrim. (laughs) <laughs> you know and you get one two three draw you're like is uh, my yeah. is my quick draw a gun or my hands up not not mm-hmm. to this is a bad metaphor but like it, it is my quick draw reaction yeah to fight uh in my own power or is my quick draw 
hands up. Yeah. I surrender to a, to you, Lord. I trust him. Um, well, that's yeah. hard. That gut reaction. What's, What's my that gut, gut reaction? reaction? Right. Yeah. Well, that's hard for a fighter. I'll just be honest with you. I'm a fighter. And so I don't know. Yeah. That's, that's hard to say my first, my first instinct is to surrender, but mm-hmm. I do know who is stronger than me. And right. I know where power comes from, you know, true power comes from the Lord. And so if I, if something comes at me, I guess that's, that's my prayer is that my first instinct, like you're saying, my quick draw is mm-hmm. seeking the Lord. Yeah. Even in the little things, Even like little you were things. saying earlier. Yeah. Well, I think that is the battle or that is the battle one. Is in like, the little things. If you, yeah, if you can commit, if one could commit themselves to focusing on each little tiny each little tiny obedience builds on another and develops mm-hmm. character and True. integrity. And, yeah. you know, it's like, if I can trust him with my finances, yeah. I can trust him with my, um, my, my trick ankle that hurts, mm-hmm. or if I can trust him with this situation in which I was let down or this my family dispute, dreams. my hopes and, you know, yeah. well, yeah. I think it just continues to scale up because you develop your obedience muscle Mm-hmm. Yeah, where absolutely. like oh In the little yeah i'm used to turning to the lord and i'll just speak for myself my posture is typically to wait until there's nothing else that can be done yeah and mm-hmm. i'm speaking to my own personal life for others i always pray the lord over you and i believe right. god's best for mm-hmm. you yep. but in my own yep. life i am a scrappy i you know the lord has given me you know uh the ability to to push through these things. Right. And, uh, and now we're back full circle where you don't mm-hmm. want to bother the Lord right. with yeah. your things. And so, yeah, I think we're back. Yeah. And I'm, I'm, I'm also very good at giving that good advice to someone of how they should deal oh, yeah. with, For sure. with their Man. things. And then, yeah, I've, I've found myself doing that so yeah. much recently yeah. being like, oh, yeah. you just told somebody yeah. that this is the way they should handle it. And now you're not. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Man. Well, I'm uh, thankful for your advice, Brian. Oh yeah, I, I, I've I like benefited Brian's from advice. it greatly. Me too. Yeah, well, yeah we're very podcast, grateful for both too. you and Meredith, and for well, sure. thank you guys. Uh, grateful for you, and thanks for uh, thanks for talking this morning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's, it's been good. And uh, man, just walking away with a couple of things like yeah, uh, yeah. And I'm encouraged. I'm not like oh, oh well, Jimmy. Here's one more thing to work on. <laughs> I just, I, my, my sincere prayer is like, okay, Lord, let, like, let me see it. P- please let me see it mm-hmm. before it's over and let me respond rightly. And let, help me to see the opportunities to trust you. Mm-hmm. Like help me to like acknowledge, cause I go through life. I don't even, there are so many things. I don't even see the opportunity yeah. to mm-hmm. trust God. Mm-hmm. Like I'm just moving through life. Mm-hmm. I'm just yeah, going. I want I want God to push pause on my life and say, you know, seek me here. Mm-hmm. Stop. If you just stop us in our tracks, yeah. And, yeah. I mean, I literally have an app on my phone. It's called the Pause app, and it tells me to pause, <laughs> Take a pause. twice a day. It tells me to pause. Yeah, that's that's how fast we're going. Mm-hmm. Like that's how yeah. that's how we're moving. And so I want God to to pause me and tell me to or remind me yeah. to seek Him first and to put my faith in Him first. Yeah. And all things will be added unto you as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you know, if you're listening today, you know, that's our, that's our prayer for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is that, uh, one, your gut reaction is to go to the Lord because he is faithful. Mm-hmm. 
He is the one who understands anything we're walking through. Mm-hmm. Um, and our prayer is that you'll trust and that you'll you'll walk in his ways. Uh, and that's our prayer for ourselves, right? Amen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Thank you, guys. Thank Thanks, you, Brian. Thank you so much for listening. As always, we want to thank the River Community Church for sponsoring this podcast. And if you have any questions about the podcast, feel free to reach out to us at TWTW at theriverCC.com. Or if you're looking for a church home in Cookville, Tennessee, be sure to check us out at theriverCC.com. Thanks, and join us next time on The Word This Week.